monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello, and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature Joey G. And joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? Good, how are you? I'm good. Right before we started recording, I said, are you ready? And you said, yep. And then right when I was about to hit record, you opened a can of pop. So when I say, are you ready? That usually means... Also, we didn't test my levels. I, oh, I tested the mics before you came down. Aww. Yeah. You know I hate doing that. I do. And I mostly just don't like you making fun of me while you're doing it. Aww. <laughs> we, I still need to get, I need to replace this one mic still. We are a professional podcast. Hardly. Anyway, uh, so this month it was my turn. Your turn. My turn. So I picked a movie that I realized in the last episode, in like describing it, I was conflating a bunch of movies together when I said, I think it's a silent film. Yeah. yeah I, I figured out why I was thinking that. There's another... There's a bunch. There's a couple, but there's specifically the H.P. Lovecraft Historical Society, I believe is the group who has done film adaptations of Lovecraft in the style of what movies would have looked like at the time the stories were written. So they Didn't have... we watched one? Yeah, you and I watched The Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, Which was excellent. That um, was very cool. And so I think I had... I knew they had made another one, but apparently it's more of like a noir, and I think it's based on the It's not the, the color dark. out of space? It's not the color out of space. So, But I knew that this was widely considered by some to be the best adaptation yeah. of an H.P. Lovecraft story ever filmed. Well, all the reviews I read were like just glowing yeah, for this Yeah, not one. unlike the color. So no, yeah, we Ooh. watched Die Farbe, which is German for The Color. And it is an adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's The Color Out of Space, my favorite H.P. Lovecraft story. And um, Mine too, I think. Oh, wait, what was the one like that four. was the rats in the wall? What was the one with the rats in the walls? Was it called Do you the mean rats? the rats in the walls? <laughs> That's a good one That's too. That's the one. That is I a really good one. liked that one. We that should do that one though. for our zine next time. Yeah. As long as you like draw something that points out how awful it is to name that to name a cat that. Lovecraft yeah. was a really shitty dude who wrote some good stories. He was just a little racist. He was a lot racist. There's a lot of I, I, I've been reading a lot it's about Lovecraft lately yeah. and reading Lovecraft biographies and a lot about him. And more than anything, I find him more of a figure of pity and, and he's a very pathetic human who happens to be an extremely good writer. But it he's is also sad just a because so many of, especially the old old ones, are problematic that what that oh, way. Yeah. There's a few of his Poe stories. Poe is problematic yep. in a lot of ways. Roald Dahl as as, is problematic. Lovecraft yeah. has those guys beat, I think. <laughs> okay, you know more than I do, yeah. so I, I'll take I'll take your word for it. Yeah, he's a uh, he was a shitbag. But anyway, The Color Out of Space is a fantastic story, and this is a movie that was based on it. And uh, we're going to play the trailer, even though it is in German. But I actually think the trailer, while it's not very long, and it's actually really cool sounding, and like does a good job of conjuring atmosphere. And the music is good. So if nothing else, you can listen to this nice music for the next uh, minute and change or so, and then we'll come back and talk about the movie. Was ist? Er ist noch verdammt heiß. 
den Hof der Gärtners zu gelangen, mussten sie bei uns vorbei. Ich sah sie, neugierig wie ich bin, bin ich mitgegangen. Wir waren gekommen, um noch eine Probe zu nehmen, weil die erste verschwunden war. Spurlos. Einfach weg. Ist Marvin hier? Nein. Wieso? Willkommen. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Nein. Ja. Nein? Nein. Das ist gut. Ich spreche nicht German, aber ich habe ein paar Dinge in German just now. Sehr gut, Joy. Thank you. Sehr impressive. Thank you very much. This movie is in German. We had to watch the beginning twice because my subtitles weren't working on the Google Play version that I had bought. Right. And I was like, I feel like we should know what they're saying. Yeah. Sometimes like, movies are like dramatic effect. It's like, what's going on? And I was like, this scene is way too long for it not meant to have been subtitled. So yeah. we started it over. I was like, yeah, well, there we, we go. We would have realized after that scene as well, because we it was all German after that. It certainly was. Uh, but yeah, so the film concerns a, um, oh, excuse me. Fellow named Jonathan. Uh, okay. Yes, and he is looking for his missing father, who disappeared a few weeks back in Germany a place in Germany where he was stationed following the Second World War. And so the boy heads back, the boy, the man, heads back to Germany uh, and uncovers, according to IMDb, the haunting legacy of a meteorite left behind in the area. Right. Yeah. Do that, the guy he runs right. into. So in his, in his, he gets there, you know, and he first they do some really neat things with exposition, like they have the, uh, the German auto worker guys or the road worker guys telling right. them about how the valley is about to be is going to be flooded they're detouring they're going to flood the entire river and turn it into a lake which will bury this area completely under well bury i guess cover it in water but i guess yeah. it's kind of like burying something if it's in water yeah if you don't want to see it anymore just yeah. put it in water i guess it's the opposite of burying something though it's submerging covering, covering submerging okay we're getting dousing. really technical yeah anyway the point is uh, so anyway, he goes into this town And says, hey, has anybody seen this dude, my father? And they're all like, no, man, fuck off. And then he bumps into this fella whose name... And I'm going to have to bring up the Wikipedia article so I don't say the names of the characters from the, um, the story. Because they're similar, but they're not the same. Ottoman Pierski is the man he meets. So when he bumps into him, he drops the photo of his father as well as the other photos he has. Uh, one of which is a, the father, a, younger father. A, a much younger version of his father, yeah. whom the guy recognizes and goes, I remember this guy from when I first came back from the war, and in, in right after the yes. war. You remember the war? The war. The Second World War? Yes. World War Two. That's the one. Although I wondered, I guess it, yeah, it would have been World War Two, yeah. Um, so, uh, which then leads us into the, the majority of the film is a flashback from the perspective of Armin Pierski as he's telling the, the tale of this area, the this farmhouse specifically, yeah, 
uh, from when he was younger before he went to war. So one day, <laughs> a meteorite <laughs> strikes a farm. You're saying it's like we're around a campfire, like a Once spooky in story. A dark and stormy night, a meteorite hit a farm. And uh, so what are the names of the farmers? This is hard. I think it's Marwin is the farmer. The gardeners. Yeah, the gardeners is the family, but I don't remember which one's which because there's a few of them. <laughs> anyway, let's call him um, Papa Farmer. Right. He's like, oh, check this thing out. It's all fucked up. And then he calls some scientists. <laughs> and they come out and they go, shit, you're right, man. This is fucked up. Let's do some science on it. Do they see the color right away? I kind of can't remember. No, we, well, in the movie, no. They just go, well, this meteorite's fucking weird. In the book, they see the, story, the color earlier. But um, they, they rearrange a couple of things in the movie. But uh, it's more that they just go, this meteorite, yeah. What the fuck's that about, right? Let's go do science on it. So they take a little piece of it, and they're like, shit, man, this thing's hot. And then it's slowly shrinking. Yeah. So the properties that they discover about it, they can't figure out what the fuck it's made of. It's nothing that they've ever seen before. Um, it's hot, and it will it doesn't seem to cool no matter how long they wait. And it's slowly shrinking. It's getting smaller, the samples that they take, to the point where they just disappear. That's the part that, like, freaked me out. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like... Well, because where is it going? We know, what we know about science, like, matter... Yeah. Cannot be created or destroyed, right? It has to be converted into something else. Yeah, so that's like so mind-bending. Like, what? Yeah. where is it? And also, how is it staying hot? How is it not cooling off? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in, um, they end up trying to take more of it off, and it's just, yeah, as the meteorite gets smaller and smaller, the doc- the scientists are eventually just like, well, fuck if I know what this is. Yeah, they don't find anything yeah. other than that it yeah. stays hot and it's getting smaller, those things. Yeah. And then before it can completely shrink away to nothing, it's get, it gets struck by lightning one night. A bunch of lightning hits it, and just, it's gone. But right. where did it go? Exactly. Well, soon enough, we start to find out strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Oh, Joey. Uh, the fruit. It's big, big fruit. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a farm, right? And so they got these groves, and they go out there like, Look at the size of this fucking fruit! This is fantastic! This is the biggest fruit I've ever seen! And so, um, the farmer and... I have and to say, I'm just gonna interject here. I thought the special effects in this movie were pretty well done. Considering how cheap they were? And yeah. It's, it's all black and white, and it's very crisp and clear, and you can see everything. However, the giant pears just look like giant paper mache. Like, I mean, yeah. like, like your third grader came along and made... Giant They're not fruit. As, bad as you're saying, they it weren't is great. So but well, I don't think that any fruit looks good in black and white. <laughs> no, no. Like I think that all people like. Can you not, imagine the, how depressing the, it would have been to eat fruit back in the 30s when everything was black, black and white. Black and white wasn't the problem. It was that they were paper mache. No, I understand that, but I'm giant pears. Yes, dear. But what clearly. I'm suggesting is that fruit looks worse in black and white. So even if it, like, maybe the... Like, I, I agree that the model of the fruit wasn't the best special effect in the movie, but I'm saying that it wasn't done any favors by being in black and white. That particular aspect. The fruit itself was not appetizing. Anyway, they just got a third grade class to make a bunch of pears and stick them on yeah. a tree. But apparently it tasted similarly. Because they're like, oh, look at this fruit, we're going to be rich. Bite. This fruit tastes like shit. Mm-hmm. This fruit sucks ass. Yep. What the fucking fuck? They're pissed off at the fruit. As well they should be. Because it's like his property. He Yeah, it's my property. He relied on that fruit <laughs> for income. And then he can't sell that shit. How dare this giant fruit come on my property and fuck up my livelihood. Rude. Rude fruit. 
Yeah. So anyway, I wonder if that's what the song "Strange Fruit" is about by Billie Holiday. It's not. It's actually um, a very sad song about oh. slavery. But, oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's. Yeah. Right go after back to I made that funny... joke, I was kind of like, uh, "Let's go back to the funny fruit." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the fruit sucks, and they're like, "Nah, shit." But uh, it's, it soon becomes apparent that there might be something fucky going on. That maybe the the well has been tainted. The water that this family is drinking from—that's watering the crops. How and do fields. they learn that the water is? Well, tainted they first think. Well, the first thing that happens after the fruit is that the wife starts to go a little bit. Cuckoo. Oh, she just went a little funny, you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, she ordered. I'll tell you what she did, Dimitri. <laughs> she ordered her planes. To attack your country, I've gone into Doctor Strange love now. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember well, that from Doctor. Well, let Strange. me finish, Dimitri. Okay, now I remember. Let me finish, Dimitri. <laughs> um, yeah, so she starts to go a little bit cuckoo, a little insane in the membrane, uh, insane in the brain. Uh, at which point, Armin's just like, "Stop drinking the water," and they're just like, "Nope, gotta drink the water." We don't drink the water, the water doesn't get drunk. That's my only major problem with the story, really, even in the story. I'm like, well, fucking stop drinking the water then, shithead. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, no one else in town is having any problems. It's just you because your water table's been tainted by a meteorite. Yeah, by a meteorite. And the color. Right, so that's one thing that we'll talk about here. The way that they act. The whole movie's in black and white. And so one of the things in the story, this would be a very difficult movie to adapt, because in the story, Lovecraft actually describes the color as only a color by analogy. That is a quote. It was only a color by analogy. So he basically describes it by saying it was like a color in that it was unlike a color in every way. But the only way you could describe it is in the analogy of a color. So it's like a a thing that is impossible to visualize. Yeah. So I thought it was neat that, okay, well, how do we make it seem that way? We make everything else black and white. And so the the only thing that's color is this, like, neon purple light emanating from this stuff. Yeah, it was very clever how they did that. Because you're right, in the book... It's unimaginable. Yeah, but and like Lovecraft knows it's unimaginable, and I think he's even being somewhat cheeky by describing it as a color only by analogy. That cheeky racist. He is very cheeky and racist. Uh, but I, I really thought that was a very creative way of handling that. Like that, how else make it otherworldly? But make it that literally nothing in that world could look like that. Yeah, it's cool. It was like the movie Pleasant Phil, only instead of um, having sex and turning into color. It's a rock from space that makes you I go into a monster. I never saw Pleasantville. I actually really liked Pleasantville. Is I don't know if it holds up. It is, and Tobey Maguire, I think. Oh, I like. But I him. really liked that movie. Is like, I don't know if it holds up, but I remember liking it a lot. All right. <laughs> so anyway, he locks his wife in the attic, as you do. A little Jane Eyre situation there. Yeah, he's crazy. So just yeah. put her away. Just like, well, she's off. You know, I'll say she's rubbish in the book because both you and I reread the the story mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. doing this. It's quite a bit more sinister, I think, in the story. Like, in, in the, it was really cool to have the visual of her, whoever played her. Well, oh, what's yeah. What's her name? Um, Nahem Gardner? No, I think that's the son. Okay. Um, it's a bunch of Gardners Mrs. here. Mrs. Gardner, Mara Schneider. Yeah, she was very, she good. Was very good at playing crazy. She yeah. was freaky. She creeped me out with her craziness. But in the book, <laughs> in the story... Um, he talks about the way, the reason he puts her away in the attic is because of the way she starts looking at the children. Mm. And that freaked me out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they eventually put her away and they kind of cut off all contact with the village. So that when eventually Arnim goes back, because Armin goes back, he's like, I haven't seen them in a while. 
Armin's the only like nice yeah. one in the village. Well, if I remember correctly, Ar- it's at that point that Armin figures out, oh, it's the water. Armin figures out that it's the water that's causing them to be sick, so he goes back to tell them, hey, don't drink the water. But when he gets there, um, of the two sons, only one remains. Well, actually, neither of them really remain. One of them now dwells at the bottom of the well, if you'll yeah, recall. I think you missed a part Did here. I miss a part? Yeah, when he... The sons are... They they flip a coin to see who has to watch the mom and who has to go to the well for water. Right. And that's when that that's part. when the other son goes crazy, the older son, mm-hmm. because um, he goes to the well. And we don't know what happens, but he just comes yeah. back raving mad. Comes back different. Because yeah. the color, what's from out of space... Was in the well. Right. And now it's in him. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Armin comes back to the farm to be like, Hey, the water! Maybe don't! Uh, when he gets there... It's too late. It's too late. The farmer's sitting in his rocking chair and he's all just like, Well, this is fucked. And up in the attic is a corpse. Right. And also the sun is somewhere. So... One of them's in the well. Two of them. He says both of them are in the well. I thought only one of them was in the well because he finds two bodies in the house, doesn't he? He finds the, the mom. Yeah. And the boy in the bed upstairs. Yeah. So and one of them is in the well. There's three sons. There's two. There's three. Not in the movie. I'm pretty sure. No, I think there was only two sons. There was the older one and the younger one, remember? Because the older one's protecting his brother and they're like hiding kind of by the okay. stairs. Yeah. Is there three in the story? I don't remember either. Okay. But there's um, Samuel, mm-hmm. Nahum, uh, Marwin, and Mrs. Gardner. I think there's only four. Yeah. In okay. the movie, there's four. Um, yeah, so there's one boy we don't see. He's in the well, drowned. No, but in, when he goes into the house, we, yeah, we exactly we see the yes. one boy is in the, ho- in the well and the one who's in the bed. This episode should be called Joey and Nicole Confused About Wells. <laughs> see, our whole big idea was let's also read the story again, but all that's done is confused me because they're j- they're not very different at all, but they're just different in tiny details. I feel like if they were completely different, we It'd would... It'd be easier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But because they're almost identical except for tiny things like... Getting rid of a song, it's like Happy Days. Yeah. Okay. After season one of Happy Days. You keep referencing these things I don't know about. Because Richie and Joni had an older brother named Chuck, but after season one, they was gone and never mentioned him again. Anyway, I'll say that when he, um, how do I say, Armin? Armin. Um, discovers the wife. Yeah. And she's a corpse as well. That's when he, that's when he sees the color come out of her. Yeah. And he hides in the closet. Mm -hmm. That really freaked me out. In the the movie, it was so good. Yeah, yeah. Because the 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 way they describe it, or he describes it in the story, it's a little bit different. You don't, I don't know. I didn't didn't really have the same impact as that visual. Yeah. Lovecraft didn't write the best action sequences always. Like sometimes he wrote some exciting stuff, but like when it was an exciting moment like that, it wasn't always the most like thrilling, heart pounding. No, this was like heart pounding. Yeah, this was pretty cool. And then he ends up finding the other kid in the bed, and one of the things that happens after the color has its colorful ways with you is it just turns you into fucking ash and dust Mm -hmm. and shit. Which was pretty rad. So after all that, Armin Armin runs the fuck away, and then he goes away to war. And when he comes back, uh, he comes to the farm, because he's like, it's almost like he's being called back to it, which is sort of a thing that kind of comes back up again later in the movie. So he goes back to the farm, and that's when he meets the army men, including Jonathan's father. Uh, who basically take him down into the valley because they now need to see what's going on down there. So they go down to the well and to the farmhouse, etc. Yeah. Yeah. And they all get spooked because the color comes out of the well. Doesn't he shoot at it? When well, I think once it comes up, they try yeah. to shoot at it, and then it comes out of the well, and, like, doesn't it, it kills some of the guys, doesn't it? 
Um, so they escape, and then that explains why um, the father went back, right? Because it's sort of like how Armin came back. Yeah, it, it's calling to yeah. them. Yeah. And the last thing Armin says as an old man, he's in bed saying, I'm lost. Yeah, and he's talking about how like he doesn't think it's over yet. He doesn't yeah. think it's over yet. Uh, and one of the things that I think the movie does really well that is maybe not as explicit in the story um, is that at the end... Uh, it's implied that the color has like gone now that they've flooded the valley it's just it's it's being carried by the water and now it's into like the main waterways and the pipes and it's headed for the yeah. city so it won't be long before the entire world basically it's the end of the world it's doomsday yeah the entire planet is going to be yeah, consumed I by that. this alien I liked how they did that at the end it was while the credits were rolling yeah. right and it's showing it cool. the pipes and the going through the pipes yeah. and at the end it just pans out to you you're at the top of a hill and you see the a whole city yeah it's like shit so it's basically that's the end of the world yeah the entire human race is now doomed it was very cool i liked Which is a who played armin old and young armin yeah i actually thought the acting almost across the board was pretty yeah, good I, some of it, I mean too. some of it was not amazing like the main character of oh, the main character jonathan the framing device guy who's looking for his father he yeah. was fine see i was gonna say i because in the story it's also told as a second hand story yeah, but they added an extra layer they of added, story. And I could one. have done without the extra layer of Jonathan looking for his father. Yeah, but I thought it was... A, it explained why the story was now all of a sudden in Germany instead of in, you know, the Midwest or in um, Massachusetts. And B, it also gave, made it so that we could have it be a contemporary setting. Yeah, okay. You know, because so that means we got to have that ending with the, the city, which we couldn't have really had in the other one because it wouldn't have been the same. Right. So I actually didn't mind it. It was kind of like an easier way to ease you into this type of story and explain why it's in Germany and give it a whole, give it its own sort of character. And it also meant we got that great scene of the army men going down to look at the well, which we wouldn't have had otherwise, right? That's true. Yeah. It just, I think they spend a little bit too much time on older Jonathan. Like, yeah. And anytime I cut back to the older, like, Jonathan talking to the older Armin, I was like, oh, no, I just want to get back yeah. to the story. It didn't bother me as much because the movie is also very short, so it wasn't like yeah. they wasted much time with that. That's true. Yeah. And I think also what I enjoyed about this, um, the movie, was that as opposed to like more American movies or, or newer horror movies, you it just, it took its time to have the conversations that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. The camera stayed still on the people talking yeah. to the point of almost being boring, like I think, but I actually really enjoyed it because I'm so over quick camera cuts oh, yeah. and... And going, cutting back from, if there was a camera on us talking, cutting back really quick from you and I talking to swirling around us. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed it. I just got to sit with it. And I, I got like, to, like, I almost got to sit with them. Yeah, I like in a movie where two characters are talking, and rather than, like, getting shot, reverse shot over and over again, just like, well, just cut, put the camera beside them so we can see both of them talking to each other. It's fine. Yeah, I really liked that. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's and good. also, liked, um, it was in black and white, but it was clearly a new new movie like it's it was clear crisp yeah it was black and white it looked really good i really liked um the style of acting was almost more theatrical yeah i kind of found instead of like realistic which i thought it was kind of cool that was black and white like almost like an older movie and back in in the day theatrical acting was the way you acted in movies yeah it was definitely a a decision that was made which i also appreciate i thought was really good yeah so i mean though i haven't seen every lovecraft adaptation i've seen a lot of them there's a lot there is well there's actually i mean there's a lot there's not that many that are actual adaptations there's a lot that are like 
here's our adaptation that's kind of loosely based on a Lovecraft. I, like, the thing is in no way a lot. It's actually based on a John Campbell story that is Lovecraftian in nature, but there's not as many, like, good adaptations of Lovecraft, at least that I've seen. But I've seen a few, and this is by far the best one. Of any, like, straight-up adaptation of a yeah. Lovecraft story, this is by far the best adaptation of a Lovecraft story. I really story enjoyed it. Because lots of times they're bad, because they're very different. A lot of the times it's, how do you put this on film? How do you visually represent that which is undescribable? Yeah. And when you try, it sometimes wrecks it, because that's the whole point of the Lovecraft story, is that they're not supposed to be, you know, it's non-Euclidean geometry, right? It's not tangible. Right? Yeah, or it's, it's impossible to do. Some people do it really well. But very few. So this yeah. is a very good example, and I would highly recommend it to anybody. I would also recommend the original story. The novella is very, very good. Y'all should read it. Yeah, it's really good. Joy and I um, put out a little zine of short stories where Joy would read uh, yep. short horror no stories, and I would draw them. And this was one of them. This is actually the first one we did. Yeah. Before yeah. we knew it was a project, it was just yeah. a fun thing. Yeah, it was doing. really fun, and. I, actually, I will say I liked in the story, what I liked in the story better was how Lovecraft described the animals mm. and how it affected the horses yeah. and they would, the children were, saw the rabbits or was it a beaver? I can't remember. Some small animal mm -hmm. and it, how much it scared yeah. them. You can see why they didn't do that in the movie. It would have been expensive to have animals. Yeah, but like the way it, the animal yeah. moved was different than how totally. it normally moved, and it, it was more subtly creepy when it, when he talked about yeah. the animals. I will say this: the story is one of the few stories that I've read as an adult that actually scared me. I'm talking about the trees uh, yeah. blowing in the wind, even there's though there's no, no wind. wind. Like yeah. things like that are really freaky. That story really actually freaky. did scare me when I first read it. Uh, very few stories actually scare me, even though I like reading horror stories. The movie I didn't find scary, um, but I don't usually. I thought it was really well Just done. Just that one part where he finds the dead wife. Yeah, that whole sequence when the color first comes out of the woman is pretty great. Yeah, that was That was a well cool. done scene. Like, you really got to feel the terror that Armin felt totally. in it. And also, like, the sadness, because he did care for this family. He was the only one in the village who kept going back. He would bring them their groceries. And he was their only connection to the village at a yeah. certain point. So you got to feel what he yeah. felt. And then it ends with the end of all things. So that's nice. Yeah. It was really good. Glad we watched it. Me too. Finally, I bought it like nine years ago. Yeah. I'm glad we tried, did it a foreign movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, now we're going to do a non-foreign movie. Yeah. And it's your turn I to changed pick. my mind again. Yeah, you were going to do a foreign movie and you picked something else. Well, not foreign to us. Canada. But we'll save that for another day. I changed it. I was going to Don't pick... say what it was going to be. We'll watch that one another okay. time. Okay. Um, I picked Ginger Snaps. No, you didn't. I know. I, I said I oh, changed Oh, you changed it again? Mind. Oh, so then we are going to Canada. Yes. Oh, so right. Really? That's great. Yes. I'm excited now. Yeah. <laughs> I was not excited before. Now I am. <laughs> well, we, I think we would have had a lot of fun with that one. We would have. We can say what it was then. I wanted to do The Craft because there's they're making a show of it. The Craft is a movie that I saw when I was younger and it really freaked me out and I love witch movies and there's not a lot of witch movies. Well, those aren't my sexy witches. And I think that we would have had fun reviewing the craft together. My sexy witches are the uh, charmed ones. I know. Anyway, it's not supposed to be sexy witches. It's supposed to be scary witches. Eh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I like sexy witches. I chose Ginger Snaps. It may also be kind of sexy for you there, Joey. I don't think so. It's about girls getting their periods. 
Scary. <laughs> oh, scary. <laughs> the scariest movie I've ever heard of. <laughs> but yeah, Canadian horror classic, Ginger Snaps. Yeah, and it. I've read about it a lot. I've seen it on a lot of top lists. And yeah, yeah I want to I wanna do that one next I month. I think I saw this like in grade 9 or 10. I like, I'm almost positive I've seen it, and maybe when we watch it all, but I don't remember a single thing about it other than that I think I've seen it. When did it come out? Um, in the 90s, I think. Yeah, I like 90s, some 90s horror. Is Nin- good. Oh, 2000. So might as well be 90s. So I was 13, so yeah, I probably saw this shortly after it came out on video, but I, I don't remember it's anything about, about it. It's about two sisters. I know Mimi Rogers is in it. Who's that? Uh, Mimi Rogers is also in Austin Powers. She plays Elizabeth Hurley's mom. The first partner of Austin Powers from the '60s, and then when he gets thought out, she's an adult or she's an older lady, and Elizabeth Hurley is her daughter. I didn't the watch the first Austin awesome Powers. Oh, movie. really? It's great. I've it's never really seen good. that one. Oh, man. I've I like only all seen. Of them. I've only seen from two on. How many are there? Three. three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, and I like them, but that has nothing to do with Ginger Snaps, <laughs> which is what we are going to watch. Directed by John Fawcett from the year 2000. So Ginger Snaps will be coming out in August. Ginger Snaps is coming up. Uh, yeah, so catch that one next time. And, uh, hey, maybe uh, maybe you'll get your bonus episode about uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh, <laughs> Joey, why? You let it die. It's never going to die. Hey, you know what they just announced today? Or mm. yesterday, or I think today? What? The 1,000th Criterion release, the spine number 1,000, okay. is a box set with awesome art of 15, the first 15 Godzilla movies. Oh my god, that's like Christmas to you. I got an erection! <laughs> I'm very excited to get the Godzilla box set. Uh, anyway, so until next time, I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary now. Kissy kissy. Godzilla! How could this woman ever decide to wed this man